Through their investment in the Minnesota Corn Checkoff, corn growers are fueling research and initiatives that build a more sustainable future for farmers and all Minnesotans. The Minnesota Corn Podcast introduces you to the individuals who are shaping future ag practices, identifying new markets, and promoting agriculture with the non-farming public. Our guest for this episode is Candy Hirsch, an associate professor at the University of Minnesota. Candy, tell us about some research that you've been working on that involves the Minnesota corn growers. Yes, we have a new project that just started with them to look at diversity in um, oil composition of different corn varieties. So a lot of focus of breeding up to this point has been uh, to increase yield. And there's been little attention paid to compositional properties of grain. So some efforts in increasing the protein content have been done, especially for food grade corn um, and, you know, various efforts. But a lot of the the focus in corn has been on yield, yield and more yield. And, um, you know, as as we think about different applications for corn, um, oil content and um, variability in oil content could be important in different uh, applications for for corn downstream. And so we, this project is really to look at what level of natural variation exists in corn for oil content. So within the grain, um, about 83% of the the kernel is the endosperm, you know, that starchy protein um, part. And then about 11% of it is the germ, and that's where a lot of the oil resides. So we are um, using different assays to look at oil content and variation in oil content, um, looking at the quantities of omega-3s, omega-6s, omega-9s, trans fats, saturated fats, unsaturated fats, total fat, um, to get it, an idea of how much variation exists within corn that can be potentially selected on for um, niche applications um, and, and product and product uses. You talked about uses for corn oil downstream. What would be some examples? Um, you know, uh, different um, vegetable oils would be one thing, um, and you know, oils, uh, plant-based oils are used in fuels and different. Pro- I mean, there's a lot of different products in which plant-based fu- uh, oils are used. So. Um, a lot of the things we think about for uh, more more of the oil species like soybeans um, are potential applications for corn oils as well. Because yield has been such a, a big driver with these genetics, as you pointed out, how much different will this research be when your ultimate goal isn't necessarily having to do with yield, but instead it's about the oil content? Yeah, so that's a great question and something that we've been thinking about in a lot of different applications for for quality aspects of corn. So um, I'll go to the food industry as an example. Um, Yield penalties are accepted at some level for food grade hybrids so that they meet the standards of quality needed to make a a Dorito or a tortilla chip or anything like that. Um, And so again, with oils or proteins or anything that we're thinking about, when we want to optimize the quality of the grain for a specific product, we have to recognize that there's trade-offs. To get high, higher and higher yields, the, the composition of grain has changed over time, and the, the amount of, of starch has increased a lot at the detriment of other comp- compositional properties in the grain. So um, 
we we will be looking at variation that exists and um, as breeders start to use this information to potentially develop specific hybrids, um, it will be done with the knowledge that, that that has a potential impact on yield. Because this research is just beginning, what will the study look like in the days, weeks, and months to come? Yeah, so um, we will be starting, we have a um, this really highly characterized set of a very diverse corn um, varieties that we've done a lot of different projects with. So um, we will be using that as a starting point for this. Um, we know that they that this panel has a lot of variation in the protein content, in the fiber content. So we are going to be characterizing it for variation in oil content. And this panel is particularly useful because we we know genetically it represents a lot of the variation that it, exists in in what we would call temperate maize, um, so corn that would be grown here in Minnesota. Uh, we also have some um, some different varieties that we have obtained that have very, very high oil content. And so we want to see in these lines that have very high oil content, is it of specific oils? Um, what is the profile in them? Um, and, you know, to, to push very high oils, is it... Um, you know, what is the, the trade-off in, in terms of, of what allows a plant to produce um, high total fat or high total oil. Um, so over the next couple months, we will be um, having assays performed on all of these different varieties. And then we will be summarizing and looking at what natural variation exists and what potential products could be um, produced by natural variation. Um, and then from there, next steps would be to actually start to understand the genetic basis of this variation. And that, that would be a future project. Um, right now, we are, we are really grateful to Minnesota Corn for supporting this initial um, kind of exploratory study to, actually, to, to see what variation there is and what useful variation there is that could, that could be exploited in the future. Yeah, I think this makes a, a lot of sense, Candy, why Minnesota corn would get behind something like this, because as a corn farmer, you're creating more potential value with a, another market possibility, or who knows how many different market possibilities. Totally. And and until we do a study like this, we really don't know what opportunities are out there. You know, we there has not been any kind of comprehensive look at oil content in in the species and so we really don't know what possibilities are out there so that's why this is really exciting because you know we will know one way or another um what what are the possibilities after this what else about this research have we not talked about yet that we need to um you know we're we're really in the infancy of this so in terms of the the findings of it we we don't know what we're going to find yet, but we're really excited about it. And we're really grateful to Minnesota corn, as I said, to, to support us in this. Um, you know, we know that there's genotypes or varieties of corn that have high or low oil, but what kinds of oils, what kinds of fats exist in them? We, uh, we have no idea. We just know that they have a, a lot or a little. Um, and so that's something really exciting is, is seeing, you know, are we uh, looking at all omega-3s or all, you know, unsaturated fats, things like that. And we, we really don't know what we're going to find. Um, so it's exciting. 
research where you don't know the answer is super exciting. Candy, will there be a way for our listeners to follow along or, or maybe just a, a date on the calendar when they should kind of circle back to, to see some preliminary results? What, what should interested people be doing? Yeah, yeah. So I think by, by this fall, we will have a much better idea of, of this and we um, will be developing a report on it. Um, our, our lab's website is hirschlab.cfans.umn.edu. Um, and, and folks can look to that site, um, in the next, I'd say, you know, six months or so to, to see what we found. You said it already, but let's come back to the innovation grant and Minnesota corn and how these checkoff investments can further your research. And again, for the farmer, the potential to generate value is significant. Yeah. I mean, with, without funding for Minnesota corn, we wouldn't have the, the ability to do these kinds of exploratory projects that have huge potential for for growers to expand the market uh, for their products. And um, other funding streams just are not available for, for this kind of work. And so uh, it's, it's really wonderful to have the checkoff program that that is able to support this work that is so important to the growers of the state um, and, and continuing to advance and expand the market for corn-based products. To learn more about the Innovation Grant Program, visit mncorn.org.